Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you would be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Praise be to God. What a joy it is again for me today to come to your home or wherever you are to share this brief moment with you in the Word of God. This is Pastor Festus Soha, the pastor of Oasis Church in Prague, the Czech Republic. I'm so glad again to have this chance with you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we pray today with our hearts open, our minds open to receive from you. We ask you to anoint this message and touch everyone watching. Speak to our hearts in a deep personal way today. We thank you and we bring the works of darkness to nothing. We bind them in Jesus' name and we lose the power of the kingdom of God over us and over this broadcast and over all watching in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. I have a message to you for you, 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 you today. And um, I want us to look at the book of Philippians chapter 2. Um, Philippians chapter 2 talks about Jesus uh, and... Uh, the steps he took to come down here on earth to become like one of us. Uh, chapter 2 of Philippians and verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this attitude of the mind, this mindset be in you. This motive and motivation be in you. Let this be the driving force in you which was a driving force in Jesus. What was that? Who being in the form of God, Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of me. Now, this is in the King James translation. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God also had highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. That every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. I'm going to try and read that for you also in the Amplified Version of the New Testament. Um, let's go ahead and uh, read that in Amplified uh, 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 chapter. That's very, very placed there. Uh, verse 5 says in the Amplified, says, let this same attitude and purpose and humble mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. Let him be your example in humility. Let him be our example. Who, although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God God, did not think this equality with God was a thing to be eagerly grasped or retained or held onto, but emptied himself of all privileges and rightful dignities, so as to assume the guise of a servant, slave, in that he became like man and was born a human being. And after he had appeared in human form, he abased and humbled himself still further 
and carried his obedience to the extreme of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, because he stooped so low, God has highly exalted him and has freely bestowed on him the name that is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should must bow in heaven, on earth, and under the earth. And every tongue, frankly and openly, confess and acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Wow. When we look at this, the, how the Lord emptied himself of all his glory and majesty and power. He emptied himself of all his divinity, all his rights and privileges. He removed his garment of glory and took on the garment of humiliation and shame and became like you and I. Not only that, he even went lower and lower and, and obeyed God even unto death, not just ordinary common death, but also the death on the cross. He that was the highest went all the way to the lowest. What an amazing thing. And the Bible says that you and I as believers, as Christians, should live as Christ lived. We should uh, walk, conduct our life, have the same motivation, the same drive, the same intentions and motive in everything we do or think and say. He should be our example of humility in all things. When we say we are the followers of Christ, we are the believers, we are Christians, that means that Christ is our example. And for you and I to really uh, live as Christians or show that we are really followers of Christ, we have to understand his humiliation. It is an amazing thing that him, being God, took on the form of a human. In fact, in the book of uh, Hebrews, chapter 1, of Hebrews. And it says here, um, in verse 1, it says, God, who at other times and in different manners spoke in times past unto the fathers, Abraham, as you can check on the rest, had in this last day spoken unto us by his uh, son, whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. If you go down there to verse uh, 6, he says, And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten to the world, he said, And let all the angels of God worship him. Jesus Christ is God. He is not just a prophet. He is not just a man. He is God. He was God, but he never lived or behaved here on earth as God. He behaved only as a human being who was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. He emptied himself of all his divine power, wisdom, strength, and ability. Totally emptied himself of all divinity. He never used his divinity in his life on earth and everything he did here on earth. He was showing you and I that you and I being born again, that another by the Holy Ghost and power, we can by the same power of the Holy Ghost live and walk as he lived and walked here on earth. Somebody say hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now we know the story of the incarnation. In, uh, in John chapter, we carry it in John chapter 1. 
Uh, John chapter 1 says, In the beginning was a word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. That is in verse uh, 1, verse 1. In the beginning was a word, the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was not anything that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of me. Now, this is Christ. This is Jesus. Before he became a human being here and came down here on earth. If you go down a little bit there in verse um, 11, it says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believed on his name. Verse 14 says, And the word was made flesh. The word became human and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In verse 16 it says, Of his fullness have all we received and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. Just imagine this. That the Almighty God, the one who made the universe, the galaxy, the stars, the oceans, the hill, the mountains, and all the visible and invisible things, by whom and through whom all and for whom all things were made, took on the form of a child. That's amazing. That is hard to grasp. That is why it is very hard for many people to believe that. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Okay? And then we can go down there a little bit and um, verse, the angel talking to Mary, uh, to Joseph. Now, uh, but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Verse 22 says, Now all this things was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by, of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall call his name, uh, be with, uh, uh, bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Then Joseph, being raised from the sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him, and took unto him his wife, and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. Just imagine the Almighty God that came here on this earth as a human. I'm speaking to you today on the topic, the faith of Jesus. If we are to live and walk and serve God as Christ served, we have to know how he did it. How did, he, how did Christ come here on earth? How was he able to accomplish everything he accomplished on earth? And now has a name which is above every name. Destroy principalities and powers and all the works of darkness. Crushed the head of the serpent and was raised up from the dead and ascended on high and sit down on the majesty on high. If we are to really carefully follow the footsteps of our Lord Jesus Christ, to know how he lived, how he walked. Now look at this. Here is God. And now, he took on the form of a human being and, become, and was conceived in the womb of a little village girl called Mary. He emptied himself of all his divinity and became human. I mean, a little child. Exposed to every mistake, every danger, every Mary could have fallen when she was pregnant. What if something went wrong in the womb? What if she fell? 
What if something happened and along the way, the child was aborted or died or whatever? Because in the womb as a little child, he had no power. He had no strength. He has emptied himself. How did he live? He totally, completely, and absolutely trusted in the Father. Basically, I would say, he took away his eyes and said, Father, here is my eyes. You be my eyes. He took away his ears and said, God, here is, are my ears. You be my hearing. Here is my smell. Here is my wisdom. Everything I am, everything I have, I empty myself of them. I put them into your hand. Now I am going to completely go to a place where I will depend on you 24-7, every moment of every day for my very life and existence. If you don't, if you're not going to be faithful to me, I will perish on earth and possibly I will descend to hell. If you don't keep me pure, keep me holy, keep me righteous, if, 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 if you fail me, I may get into sin and I will completely internally be lost. The faith of Jesus. This is the faith God wants you and I to understand, to know. How he completely and absolutely relied on the Father, the Father's love and faithfulness, and totally and absolutely emptied himself of all wisdom, all strength, all power, all, all understanding, and had to completely depend on the Holy Spirit for every step he take on earth. Had to totally depend on the faithfulness of the Father. Now, the Heavenly Father want you and I to trust him the same way that Jesus trusted him. He wants us to know that if he would not disappoint Jesus, he would never disappoint you and I. If he wouldn't lie to Christ Jesus, he wouldn't lie to you and I. The Lord Jesus Christ had everything to lose. He had more to lose than Adam and Eve. He had more to lose than Lucifer. He had more to lose than the fallen angels. He had more to lose than any human had ever lived. If anything went wrong, he would have been internally lost. And he came here on earth, friends, to teach you and I, to show us how we can absolutely rely on the Father. Rely on God. Rely on his word. All that God spoke about Jesus how he will come, where he will die, how he will live, what he will do, and how he will die, how he will be buried, how he will be ascended. Everything God wrote about him through the prophets of the old, all of them God fulfilled. God never abandoned his soul in hell. He never allowed his Holy One to see corruption. The Lord, God said that you and I should look unto Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and now is sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high. And God is saying to you today, telling me to tell you, all of you who are watching, I love you as I love my son, Jesus Christ. You are my son, you are my daughter, just as my son, Jesus was and is. And if I was faithful to Jesus, my son, I will be faithful to you. When you go through the valley, when you go through the darknesses, when you go through trials and sufferings and attacks and, and temptations, you can know 
that God who has said to you, I will never leave you nor forsake you. You can be sure that he will be there always. He will fight your battles. He will give you victory. He will bring you out of any pit that you've fallen. He will lift you up when you fall. He will keep you. He will cleanse you. He will strengthen you. He will defeat your enemy. Jesus, our Lord, the one in whom we believe, the one who is our Savior and Deliverer, totally, completely trusted the Father and was obedient to him even unto death, even the death on the cross. That is why God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. So God is looking for people on earth who can trust him as Jesus trusted him, who can trust his word as Jesus trusted his word, who can lift up to the heaven and say, Father, I know you hear me always because you heard the Lord always. Lord, I know you will never lie. I know your word will never fail. You never failed Jesus, so you cannot fail me. You never disappointed the Lord, so you cannot disappoint me. If you be able to keep the Lord Jesus Christ, who had more to lose, then you will keep me. That's why the Bible said, if God would deliver his only begotten son to be crucified for you and I, to die for us on the cross of Calvary, what more can he not give to us? He will, be, he will give us everything we need for life. Jesus is our challenge. He is our example. He said, follow me. Follow my example. Follow my footsteps. As the Father have loved me, so have I loved you. As the Heavenly Father never disappointed me, He will never, never disappoint you. Hallelujah to Jesus. And if you remember there in John chapter 6, and the Lord was speaking there, and He said, as the living Father have sent me, and I live by the Father. Hallelujah. In fact, John chapter 6, verse uh, 57, he was saying, As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father. So he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. As the living Father sent me, and I live by him. He is my life. He is my wisdom. He is my strength. He is my power. He is my ability. He is the air I breathe. I, I, I do not depend on myself. He said, I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that, what, that sent me. He lived by the Father. He totally, completely, absolutely in all things depended on the Father's faithfulness, love, goodness, wisdom, and power. He knew that God would never disappoint him. What if he died on the cross and God did not raise him from the dead? What if along the way there was a mistake? There was no mistake. Because the Heavenly Father committed himself to him and kept his word to Jesus. If the Heavenly Father would keep his word for Jesus, the Heavenly Father would keep his word for you and I. And our own today is this. The Father is there. The Lord Jesus is also there on the throne. The Holy Ghost is here on earth. He is in you. He is in me if you are born again. He is also around us. He anoints us. So today we have the Father on our side. We have Jesus himself on our side. We have the Holy Ghost in us and with us and around us. His word is forever established in heaven. God will never disappoint. Looking unto Jesus, seeing him as our example of God's faithfulness, of God's reliability. God is honest. God is trustworthy. He sent you, look at Jesus. 
did I disappoint Jesus? Look at even through the Old Testament, all the believing ones, all the prophets, all who served God, trusted God. God never disappointed anyone. And but the bigger picture, the perfect picture is in the Son of God himself, who emptied himself of all power and dignity and was made in the likeness of men and had to basically depend on the Father to tell him what is what, who is who, where, when, how. He said, I, I can of myself do what? Do nothing. I depend on the Father. What the Father do, that's what I do. He is my vision. He is my mind. He is my thought. He, it is the Father in me doing the works. I totally, completely rely on his faithfulness. I challenge you and I in this season, in this new year, to learn to walk as Jesus walked. He has to be uh, lived like ordinary person and uh, had to be another with the Holy Ghost and power. If you remember there in, uh, in Luke chapter 4, uh, after he was baptized in Luke chapter 3, it came down to chapter 4. The father in chapter 3 said that as he was baptized, as he came out of the water, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and there in chapter 4, it says, And Jesus, being full of the Holy Ghost, returned from Jordan and was led of the Spirit to the wilderness. For 40 days, he was tended of the devil. He had to rely on the Father, on the leading of the Holy Spirit, for all, how to deal with the devil. He had to depend on the teaching, the instruction, the guidance, the anointing of the Holy Ghost to be able to do anything. And there in chapter, see Luke in chapter, Luke, Luke chapter 4 and verse um, 18, it says here, the Lord declared here, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he had anointed me to preach the gospel to, to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, a recovery of sight to the blind, to set a liberty that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He had to be anointed. He had to completely rely on the Holy Spirit to be able to do anything. Acts 10 verse 38. And says these words, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. The works I do is not me doing them. I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. He had to completely empty himself of his own strength, his own wisdom, his own power, his own ability, and receive everything from the Father by the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. And this is how you and I are to live our Christian life. The Bible said, do not depend on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your part. Do not depend on your own thinking. Do not depend on your own wisdom. God wants to anoint you with the Holy Ghost and power. He wants you and I to live as Jesus lived. When we empty ourselves of our own ways, we rely on him in his wisdom, in his power, in his love and faithfulness and might. And he will guide us. He will teach us. He will give us victory in every area of our life. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all. How would that be 
about you and I in this 2018, where you and I become like a little child. You remember they were asking the Lord, someone asked the Lord, Lord, who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he brought a little child and said to them, any of you who will humble himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. What is humility? Emptying ourselves of all that we are and allowing ourselves to be filled with God's presence, his spirit, his word, his wisdom, his love, his power, and let allow him to lead us, guide us. We are living in a very strange and difficult time. You don't know what to trust. You don't know who to trust. You can make a right, a right choice today. Tomorrow is the wrong one. You can do the right thing today. Tomorrow it is evil. So there are the enemy, the devil has sown all kinds of confusion in the world. So you don't know what again, what is what, who is what, what is coming. What was good today can be evil tomorrow. So in this hour, we need to totally, completely rely on God who is faithful. Who is able to save, able to heal, able to deliver, able to rescue us. We have to completely empty ourselves of our own reasonings and allow his wisdom and receive from him everything. Jesus said in John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. Every branch that abides in me brings forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. The life of the branch is in the vine. Let's learn in 2018 to empty ourselves, to trust the Almighty God, to make His Word good in our lives, to trust Him to guide, to teach, to instruct, to live actually as Jesus lived. To truly say, Father, not my will, but your will be done. This is what I think. This is what I know. But Lord, I am willing and open to go the way you lead me. Guide me, instruct me, teach me, help me. And I believe that we're going to see marvelous, mighty work of God in 2018 as we begin to walk and live as Jesus lived. To trust the Father, to totally rely on Him, His faithfulness, His word, His promises. As He did not disappoint Jesus Christ, the Almighty God will never, never, never disappoint you. Because you, if you are born again, you're a Christian, you're a child of God, you are actually in Christ and Christ is in you. So we sh should live as he lived. He did not depend on his own ability or wisdom or strength or power. He emptied himself of all divinity and power and became a human and had to depend on the anointing and power and the leading of the Holy Spirit for everything he did and said for all his life. Today, my friends, in this new year, this season of this 2018, I call your attention to this very message. Go over and over again. Listen to it over and over again. Get the Bible. Read it over and over again. And begin to completely submit and surrender yourself to the Almighty God. And that we can then learn to live as He lived. In the same power. In the same wisdom. Knowing that Him who we have believed is faithful. Now, I have believed God for a thousand friends and partners. Who will call. Who will write. Who will say, Festus. I may not be where you are, but I believe in what you are teaching and what you are saying. I want to stand with you in prayer, and I want to send you financial support to keep you on air. It is only that way we can still stay on air. We don't charge. We don't get anything else. We depend on your prayer and support. Do something today. Say something today. Call and write today. I want to hear from you. May the Lord Almighty keep you and protect you and make you strong and give you victory in every area of your life. 
in the mighty and wonderful name of Jesus Christ. I say to you today, arise and shine, for your light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. And remember, if the Heavenly Father did not disappoint Christ Jesus, he will never, never disappoint you. He will meet you right there when he didn't know. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.